When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, y'all. Hey. This is the Black Millennium Marriage Podcast. I'm Randy. And I'm Mikey. And this is episode 61. Oh, you watch porn porn. <laughs> Before we get started. <laughs> I was really excited for you to read it. What was the title again? Mikey. Huh? I'm going to say it 50 million more times in this episode. That's true. Go ahead. Happy birthday to <laughs> Susie Owens, whose birthday is on September 18th. Okay. And Destiny, whose birthday is on September 20th. Virgos, both of them? Yes. Yes. Thank y'all for your patronage. We appreciate you. So we want to give you a shout out. Happy, happy birthday. All right. So, y'all, before we get into our episode, you know, we have the opening call to action. So be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. We are now and still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Rate us. Or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. People say that now. Five stars. Only. Thanks so much. Follow us on social media platforms on Instagram. We are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapman's. I'm going to be like you when I grow up. Leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. That's 770-750-4098. So we can add you into an episode like the voicemail you're going to hear. After this email. Word. (laughs) So we got an email from none other. This is a big one. Mama. Yeah. She never writes in because she's very particular, y'all. She's like, I she's all about purposeful writing and interactions. And so She's like her daughter. It's annoying. She's like, I'm not gonna say anything unless I really, really need to, or there's something on my heart because you know, because she's she's a mom. She's your mom. She's my mom. Y'all, this email is so beautiful, I'm gonna read it. But before I do, I wanna say that I did ask her to call this in because I didn't think anyone would believe someone actually wrote us an email this kind but she did all right so that's funny if we would have had a voicemail with her voice on the the porn episode i know so (laughs) it's okay and she knows about this episode so before y'all start don't all right so because she's on patreon uh (laughs) okay her email says hi mom here i just want to say i'm so proud of you guys you've come a long way in life love and growth I listen to your podcast as often as I can handle the craziness, the language, and the freaking spiders. Your TMI moments are things that this mother never wants to know about her kids. It can (laughs) cause me to fall behind quite often. She has the emojis. However, at my low moments, on my sad days, and on those days where where life's frustrations take me there, the shenanigans you guys come with never fail to lift my spirits. I am always guaranteed a gut-wrenching, tear-jerking laugh, be it from joy and or shock of the unfiltered, 
unrehearsed comedy show that is Mikey and Randy. I have an unfair advantage, though, because I get to see quite often, live and in color, the duo that is Black Millennial Marriage. The real, the true, the low-down and dirty rawness that makes you that makes your love and dedication phenomenal yet realistic. To fellow listeners, please believe me when I say what you hear is exactly what you get and who they are. Randy and Mikey are two of the cleanest and most thorough fighters we should all hope to be. I've seen them concede, self-correct, compromise, and come together in a way that has left me speechless and even awed with a little mouth vomit thrown in for good measure. Their loyalty, love, and support they give each other is genuine. They work hard for y'all and will never cut corners because a podcast that is full of quality, authentic, and honest content is important to them. They are dedicated to each other and to you all in such a way that I know they will continue to grow in listeners and that listeners won't lack for love and entertainment and you'll never regret coming along for the ride. To Randy and Mikey, thank you for every second and minute you allow me to share in this journey, especially Drew. With overflowing pride and love always, Mom. Mm. Mama. That was nice. Thank you, Mama. I love you. That w- I, yeah. We love you. But I really it's nice love that you. she feels that way. As your firstborn. And daughter. as your favorite son. <laughs> you are not her favorite son. She has specified on multiple occasions that I am her favorite son. Son-in-law. But son you is are the first word. You are also quite, frankly, her only son-in-law. But that's neither here nor there, baby. It won't change regardless of which one of your siblings can be here. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't know what you want me to do. <sighs> Thank you, Mama. We really appreciate it. Um, we actually gave her a call after she sent the email. And we just thanked her. This is so nice. And we never know how you really feel sometimes. Because you yeah. are so traumatized by the podcast. And we also understand that you have motherly biases. Right. But she's right. never lied to us. Right. She's not a liar. So that means she actually feels this way. So thank you. We so really maybe we're it. not failures. Yeah, In life. To her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that matters. All right, y'all. Thank you again, Mom. And we are going to get into this voicemail, into this episode, and... We hope you enjoy. Hi, Mikey and Randy. This is Bianca in L.A. I wanted to call. I just listened to the last episode, um, Bad Dad, Good Wife, and it just broke my heart listening to it. And I just wanted to call in because, as you guys know, I also just had my baby and she's four months now. So I completely can relate to a lot of the different things that you both are saying in this episode. And I just want to encourage you guys to keep pushing. And it's amazing that you guys are having this conversation because so many people aren't having it until it's too late. But I'm also really glad that you had the break that you did for the month before this episode because that's exactly what I was calling. I was like, I wish I had their personal phone number to be like, get off this podcast right now, go take a break and just relax, hold each other, kiss each other. And forget about us. We will be all right. Y'all need to focus on the marriage and loving each other. So I'm glad that this month was that time for you. But I have so much more I want to say, but I'm about to, I'm at the in and out drive through Taking up my food right now. So I love you guys. Okay. Check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Thank you, Bianca. Thank you, Bianca. That was, I appreciate that too. Yeah. 
And we did. We did hold each other. I got some cutty over this break. And a couple times. I was going to make a porn joke, but it's just not true. We didn't do well, anything. I was well, going to say we took a break. We watched the porn. That's not true at all. <laughs> it's not true at all. We you did. haven't watched any during this break? I told you where I'm at. Oh. I watched some like some weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. I think. Yeah. No, you didn't. I did. So is that why your car? Funny story, y'all. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> That's funny. But um, no, we appreciate it. Um, again, recording that episode it was rough. It was. It was. But it was but, needed. Um, it was for us personally, and because we never want to like, we're not about like a production. Like we really don't care for putting on shows and making it look like we're away when we're not away. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to keep up with it is and we're not really good at keeping up appearances we're really good at being ourselves yeah so if we appear good that means that we actually are good right and so we wanted to like be good so that y'all won't hear any more sadness and depression every episode right but also i feel like y'all have been listening there are a lot of people who've been listening to us for a long time and Mm -hmm. you would you would know if something was up and then we get called out for that true and i don't like getting called out and shout out to any new listeners as well as our old listeners yeah Um, so we appreciate y'all for tuning in too. And if you haven't heard the episode, please go back and listen to episode fifty six. What was it? Good, good dad, bad dad. Good husband. Good husband, bad father, great mother. Lord Jesus. It was good. <laughs> good husband, bad I had dad. To it. it was G-D-B-H-D-A, good mom, bad wife. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That episode. <laughs> it was a long. Yeah, it was a long title. Our longest one yet, but it was worth it. Thank you again. We so appreciate you. Into this episode. All right. Whew. Take it away, babe. All right. So in this episode, y'all, we are going to talk about. You left out. Oh, the... sorry. This is episode Thank 61 you. of the Black Women Marriage Podcast. Oh, you watch porn porn. <laughs> Mikey just wanted me to say this title <laughs> over and over again. Anyway. Oh, you watch porn porn. In this episode, we are going to talk about our thoughts on porn and how we believe it impacts relationships and ours as well. We will talk about what we think about it. We will talk about what we think about it as socially conscious people who also happen to love God. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> we just want to say goodbye to anybody who's going to leave us after this episode. Look. And hello to the people that's going to find us after this episode. <laughs> Go. Just keep going. We'll wrap it up with a fight or play and end it with some always appreciated PDA. But before we get into it, y'all know we start with a love story and this love story is on Mikey. It is. But before I start the love story, you will notice that there was no ad just now. You're welcome. <laughs> You get mad content today. We're going to beat y'all down with just words and laughter. Enjoy this joy. And porn. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know what I thought you was going to say, but that wasn't it. Um, all right. I got this love story from People Magazine online. Okay. No one reads anymore. People do. Touching paper. I read actual. You're part of like. There are a lot of people who still read books. There's a, they, they, there are a lot of people who read books. You're right. The joke that I'm making is in response to the fact that there's not a lot of people in like the large scheme of people in the world. People start off as a magazine. Nobody touch the magazine no more. They do more online. I would if they were free. More. But go ahead. They should be. Because don't nobody read. Anyway. <laughs> Please just read your story. All right. Um, this couple met when they were both 19 years old. Okay. Um, they were young. They got married at 27, respectively. So I believe they were both 17. And they both got married in January of this year. Okay. The reason why I chose this story is because a lot of the headlines that we read and a lot of what we know about what it means to be like a millennial couple and trying to find your way in this world is like very unorthodox. We push back on a lot of the lessons that they tried to push on us from when we were younger that we realized are toxic. We like to push the envelope, be different, do things like that. Right. Right. This couple did some shit that I thought was insane at first. Okay. And then when I looked at it, 
I was like, ah, oh, never mind. That's dope. Y'all still stupid, but oh, that's no. dope. Stupid in a good way. Okay. I use stupid loosely. as a term for like loosely. loosely. I don't actually mean stupid. I use better terms for like, dunce, idiot, like things yeah, like that I when I'm like described. But I when I be like stupid, I be like, this is funny. I know, because you call me stupid a lot, and I just <sighs> have to. Because you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. All right. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. So this Florida couple decided to do a unique photo shoot. All right, the soon-to-be newlyweds ventured off to their favorite store for a unique photo shoot surrounded by pillows, chairs, pizza, and surprise customers. Okay. What do you think that they did their photo shoot at? Pizza Hut? Papa John? <laughs> Little Caesars? <laughs> That's funny. Isabella and Michael of Miami, Florida. Okay. Florida people. Florida I should put this in perspective people. for you. Um, have made multiple weekly trips to their local Target store throughout the course of their almost decade-long relationship. Oh, wow. As the duo started to plan their wedding ceremony um, after becoming engaged in 2017, Isabella jokingly brought up an idea of doing their photo shoot, I mean, their photo shoot in, uh, in Target. Okay. Um, as time went on, it stopped seeming like a strange idea, and they actually ended up doing it. Okay. Their engagement photos feature him in a suit, her in a dress, in Target. I think this sounds familiar. Go ahead. So there are photos of them. And I actually really like this. Um, okay. So they both wanted to do a photo shoot somewhere that was fun and matched the personalities. Isabella tells people, um, we figured everyone takes pictures in a forest, beach, or park. This is true. It's we literally did it in our park. the place. We did our little <laughs> You're going to see mad pictures in a fucking forest. Yeah. <laughs> or a park. Yeah. Those are the obvious places. And a beach. Because why wouldn't you want to do that? And they're wanna... free and they're public. They are. So is Target. This is true. It is. And it's different. Um, so we weren't against traditional, uh, picture location. So I'm gonna show you this picture. There's one of them, like, sitting in front of the pizza place. Okay. So they're also oh, they're really cute. nice. It is. Um, there's like a picture of them in the shopping carts by the entrance. They're so cute. Walking down, like, it's just different. I wish um, you were fun like that. We are. are but we? we're not this stupid. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> we're not creative. I would have never thought Target. No. But they all came out really good. Um, so naturally, Target was open during this time. They don't close down for photo shoots. They just did it. But you don't see anybody in the background of any of these pictures, you know, because a photographer yeah. gets creative with like the angles. But I just love it. I thought it was really, I thought it was just different. I thought it was different. So uh, they said we will often find ourselves casually strolling down Target aisles a few times a week. Um, there would be times where we would go not to buy anything, but mm -hmm. just to walk. That was very common, especially in college. Right. We used to be in Walmart. Just for the sake of walking through Walmart, maybe we'd grab something, maybe we wouldn't, but... Ain't doing that no more. We just did Walmart runs for no reason. I know. We lived at Walmart. Good it was times. the only thing that we had in Worcester, Ohio. And so, yeah, they headed, to, <laughs> they headed to the Target in North Miami with their photographer. And once they were there, they started posing in the aisles with shopping carts um, in their classy wedding attire. Okay. Yeah. This is the last one. So, this is a picture of them standing in front of the frozen <laughs> food aisle. And she's holding a stack of pizzas while she stands behind her. Like, it's, They're cute. They are cute. We have to start posting these on our page. We, we will. do. We we will share this because we will share millennials this are out here being different, and I'm here for it. <laughs> well, no, it sounds like the couple who the older couple I did a few weeks ago who got married in the department store mm -hmm. where they got their mattress. Remember that couple? That's true. Oh, yeah. white couple. They're so cute. They're like yeah. eighty in a mattress store. That's wild. Listen, but millennials being no, married yeah. in the Target. Wait, this was their wedding ceremony. That was just a no, photo no. Shoot. I'm saying taking their photos. Oh, okay, okay. Like. Why are you taking photos? So of you it? chose this one because because it's different. We're yeah. different. We're trying to like be our actual selves and not like what is expected because it is expected that you go take some pictures in a field, yeah, or a forest, yeah, or, a, or park. a beach, or a park, which is what we did. Because those are like really great places that people have been photographed in a really great way. This was unique 
in that I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And it looks good. And she is literally holding a stack of 10 DiGiorno pizzas. I know. And they left the door open. And they stand in front of the freezer. So you know it's cold. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It's different. I like it. It was fun. I'd love. It was quirky. Different love. I yeah. see them lasting. Just off these pictures alone. Like, I they belong so. together. It's times. cute. It makes yeah. you wonder what, like, the pregnancy photo shoot, if they go that route, would be like, or like the... Now I kind of want to do a pregnancy photo shoot in Target. Mm. You know? No? You don't want to mm. shop in the maternity section? I think I'm going to have another kid anytime soon. Also, I want for somebody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We'll shoot y'all. Y'all, we constantly have conversations. Is Drew going to be our only child? That's going to be a mini episode on Patreon. Because. Because probably. Because. But you know what? Let's put it out there in the, in the universe. Um, Any engaged couple or married couple who didn't do engagement photos, when we're well off, let us know. And we will pay to make sure that y'all get engagement photos somewhere. When we're well off. Yes. Debt paid yep. off. We're going to pay for somebody's engagement photos. We should. That would be nice. That would be nice. We love we're gift givers. But you got to do it somewhere Hence unique. Hence this podcast. Hence this podcast, which we still do for free. All right. <laughs> so that was my love story. Thanks, babe. Okay, y'all. So main topic. So we have some backstory, as always. And yeah, we're just going to get right into it. So Mikey has some- I'm sorry. You said our main topic is what? Mikey. Huh? You're bothering it's me. It's just that it says something specific on the paper. I, I don't even know why you chose that as your title. I would like your input. The main topic Mikey wrote is problems with porn porn. <laughs> well, that's not really what the main topic is about. Which is why I'm confused. You're not. And I'm like, do we... The main topic is, this is, we're talking about porn porn. What do we mean by porn porn? <sighs> we're going in depth about porn and our feelings <laughs> about porn. And that's what we mean by porn porn. Not just porn. You know, somebody be like, oh, you got bill bills or you got money, money. Like serious money, serious bills, serious porn. Let's get serious about but porn. But not mature. <laughs> no. Because we don't. <laughs> All right. What's the backstory, babe? Oh, okay. I'll start off with that. Um, so there was, there was an article uh, that I came across. Well, actually, I first heard parts of the interview because I was listening to Sirius, X, Sirius XM station and they made mention of uh, Lamar Odom and, uh-huh. you know, he's dating this new girl. I did not know that. You told me this. Yeah, so he's dating a new girl. She's like a health and fitness person, trainer, mm-hmm. and like life coach. Okay. And there's like, there was, there's a couple of things going on online. First, people are talking about the fact that their relationships sound more like a client, client person relationship, not mm-hmm. like a boyfriend, girlfriend, like your girlfriend shouldn't be fixing your life. But, and then there's that. She right? has like old school ways of thinking, like, you know, you should support your man. You should like, like some people don't like that. that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, and, uh, so they're dating and Lamar Odom, as some people may or may not know, Lamar Odom is a former Laker player. The boy got problems. Problem. He had yeah. a sexual addiction. In quotes. If you identify that as like a thing that exists, some people do. I mean, no disrespect. I get it. Sex is nice. Um, oh, okay. So he had an addiction to like porn and stuff. He watched it a lot. Um, okay. And so she was like, you know, he had to stop watching porn. They did like an interview at a radio station. Okay. And, um, I'm she, sorry, I'm trying not to laugh. Yeah, so she, she she made mention of the fact that, like, you know, if someone's an addict, you don't, like, put drugs or alcohol around them. If this someone's addicted to porn, they shouldn't watch porn all the time. You shouldn't. He was like, yeah, you know, I have a clear mind and I feel better oh, being no. off the porn. How much porn was you watching? Do you remember Lamar Odom? Uh, I remember, yeah. yeah. It was a brothel. Praise God that you were okay. Thank God. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so it brought me to thinking about why people feel... The way they feel about porn. Naturally, you know, I go in the comment section about certain things. And I the don't. comments for this one was just funny. Okay. Um, but it comes up 
in relationships on Instagram. It does. And uh, what did you see about? So I've seen a lot of stuff. There's always something on one of these pages that I follow where someone's writing in a question about, oh, I caught my boyfriend watching porn. Should I leave him? You know, and I'm just (laughs) like... What is going on? Um, or, you know, it's always about, oh, he was lying about it or he, he was acting like he wasn't watching it. It's, without fail, once quarterly, I'm going to see this in the feed and somebody's answering the question. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also seen things like you can't be against toxic max- masculinity and for porn or and watch porn. Doesn't um, make any sense. I have thoughts. And also millennials are... How do, okay, go ahead. I have no, thoughts. It's coming. Okay. Uh, millennials are... I guess experiencing this in our relationships, everybody does. It's not just us who, who could be watching porn in their relationships or watching porn by themselves or have had some type of experience with porn. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of um, shame surrounding it, which is part of the reason why we brought it up. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, and then there's also like the sexual addiction part, right? People are addicted to porn. They are finding porn to be, I guess, you know, people are like literally like watching it every second that they get. They're addicted. Yeah. You know, it's like an escape type thing. Right. And so that's, that those are all the reasons why we wanted to finally do an episode about it. I personally felt like this was like an elephant in the room for us and, and who we are and, I agree and for our podcast to a certain extent. But it's just that historically, porn was that thing that people never talked about, right? And I think it's a millennial thing that it's getting brought up more and more, it's being normalized because they're like. But I'm finding some of these Gen Xs on Twitter mm-hmm. who want to talk about it. It's true, and they toy shopping. <clears throat> why are you? Oh, that's a call back to the beginning of this episode. <laughs> uh, Say that. <laughs> I'm editing that out. <laughs> no, leave it in. All right. Um. So, so yeah, that was yeah. our. That's the backstory. So that's that's how this conversation came up, y'all. If you were wondering what the hell are Mikey and Randy doing, this is that. We're talking about porn, porn. All right. So embarrassing story slash some porn history. So we're just gonna <laughs> do an embarrassing story. Yeah. Um, Mikey. Well, you first. Or like, or just like your your first experience of porn. You don't have to go into detail. Well, one. I, know, I feel like shit. I mentioned this on like a previous uh, episode, but my first experience with it was like as a kid. Was of that, course, that you black that. box. What to the the box the, that uh, the cable box? Yes. Where I don't know if it was God. <laughs> <laughs> it was, they had HBO back when HBO used to post all <laughs> my nigga. All right, all right. This is before. This is around the time of like BET Uncut and like all that stuff, right? Right. And like more and more, you start seeing a little bit more like scanning clad women. You start seeing like more people exposing themselves, but you never like see anything. You always had to look through the gray. But on the lines. box, yes, there was this channel, and it was like Mad Lines. <laughs> I didn't realize. So they do these same things today, right? So uh-huh. cable companies would do this thing where we're like, "Hey, free trial of this. We updated your thing, and if you like it, you keep paying for it. If you don't like it, you don't pay for it." Right. When you were kids. We just didn't keep going to the channel because we know there was nothing there. Right. But I think back then they were doing the same thing. Like, ooh, we're going to open this channel up for this day. Right, that you can and watch if it. people are interested, they might come back. <laughs> I think maybe this day that you was- lined up. <laughs> What's your we was in the house. Oh, no. It wasn't even a time of day. It was, it, was a, it was a beginning of a day. It was probably, it may have been a holiday. Maybe I was homesick from school. I don't oh, know. Oh, no. But I was watching TV and wasn't nobody home. <laughs> I turn on the box, like maybe I could see something through the lines. The box. Why are Randy, you searching? Randy, clear the day. What you mean? Why am I searching? I just want to know. I was a little boy who liked titties. Oh, okay. And uh, as a little boy who likes titties, you go looking for them. You search for titties. Got it, Mikey. I'm happy we did not have YouTube yet because this this face that you are making. Please go ahead. I'm looking forward to the video starting. Yeah. Um, and I saw stuff, and I was like, ooh, 
Ooh. And this is an embarrassing story or your first experience with it? This is one of my first experiences. Oh, okay. Seeing it. Um, another one I remember, it was from my little cousin's seventh birthday party, sixth birthday party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we West Indian, so the first part of the birthday party is about the kid. The rest of the day. It's for the grown-ups. For the and the grown-ups who drink made and this party kid to ride. And debauchery. <laughs> um, so my auntie, my auntie Maya, this is my cousin Davin's birthday. My auntie Maya, they was playing cards or whatever in the room. And they had a deck of cards. It was playing, but then we noticed there was pictures on the back of the cards. Oh. And it was like nude cards. It was like, oh. it was everything. It was crazy. I was like, what the fuck am I seeing? Like, at one like, point, we stopped playing. type yes. nude cards? Oh, okay. And we were playing, like, I Declare War. You had to, like, flip them over. So we oh, look in the back, and it's just. No. Titties, titties, dick. No. <laughs> like, it was, like, oh. It was black people. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a lot. I was like, oh, God. Black people cards. So let's keep playing cards. <laughs> Maybe I can flip it over and get a titty. Oh, no. <laughs> You like match anyway. Did they catch y'all with these cars? I think somebody did. Okay. Probably Auntie Maya. She yelled at us and we ended up like scattering out the room. But like <sighs> it was your cars, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember who else was in there. I feel like Brandon was around. I know Jamal probably was. Yeah. And y'all y'all three stood together. It just it was funny. Um that's like one of my earliest experiences with it. It wasn't anything like, ooh, like catching me and gripping me to the point where like, oh, I need this in my life. But it was like, oh, okay, that's a thing that exists. Yeah. I'm also really into like video games and like real life girls. So I was kind of like, okay, focus more on that. But yeah, that's, that you was one of my first experiences. Girl. Okay. I'll, I'll sprinkle an embarrassing story at the end of this because. No, it's okay. Not? I really. Just yeah. because. Because I, I didn't know either of these stories. Yeah. Of these two that you told. Good times. See, y'all, the podcast is also for us. You've been hearing some shit you ain't never heard. <laughs> so, um, my embarrassing story. Okay. Porn history. Also, first experience with porn was a kid. There's something there, you guys. We got to watch our babies. Oh, yeah. Um, um, parental controls is going to be a thing in this house. And we have that. You we can't had do anything. Control. First of all, first of all, as a parent, mm-hmm. currently, and as a child, you know, mm-hmm. as someone who used to belong to someone as a child and yes. still do, everything I did as a kid, mm-hmm. I wanted to. Mm-hmm. You find, like, it's just, and I'm not saying, like, oh, give your kids this assets, do whatever you can to prevent it. But every single thing I did, what my mom knows and what she does not, I made an active choice to. Well, no, we're smart. I got out a lot of shit. Luckily. I think what was really big about your mom is she was more about monitoring than restriction. Yeah. From the people I knew growing up, girls specifically, the ones with the restrictions was out here. I'm going to tell you The something. ones who was being monitored, not so much so. We were monitored, okay? Yeah. We couldn't do shit. But, like. She always told us why, which is what I appreciate. We, we, but you yeah. still have your freedoms being monitored. It's different. We're like, you can't do this. I'm not letting you do this. And then they go do it. Once they, then they go they to get college. To them church girls, I'm tell you something about how they used to run up that school. Lord and this Jesus. is one of the reasons why I'm really nervous about our daughter growing up. Why? It's because I did some shit. I, I know. did horrible things. Now, from a father's position, like a father's standpoint, mm-hmm. if it was to happen to me, I'd be devastated. I did some shit. Some crazy shit. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, I was snuck into the house. Well, this is why you. While the parents were asleep. This is not sleep. Yes. That wasn't me. And that y'all. didn't stop shit. That wasn't me. Her mom came to the door. Like, you okay? I'm okay. All right. See, we, y'all, like, that's a mini. Okay. That right. may be a long. <laughs> we may, we, we can't. We got, we, we get, let's bring it Go, back. Got you. Embarrassing story. You are. Oh, yeah. I was on my story. So my uh, my initial experience was as a kid, but like my mine happened like I, my clearest memory of it. So I, I think an no, I, I not think an uncle. I was at an uncle's house. 
all of me and my cousins and he like left it on in his room to this day which i do uncle? not think that that was on accident which uncle you know which uncle <laughs> don't say it on the mic <laughs> but i don't think that was accident i think there's something there and i'm not gonna talk about it but okay that was like my initial first experience like oh he's left this room this door wide open and this video playing i don't i can't remember why he didn't i think it was paused or he just left the room and we were just like let's go in this room door wide open sun all bright boom you know oh daytime no shame yeah right (laughs) daytime that was my first like clearest memory and then other and then like other memories are like being at a friend's house got the dvd back when dvds was thing oh yeah you got it tucked on the 50 million covers and pillows and shit under your bed you pop it in volume real low you know fascinated you know that was that yeah there was a vhs that had something recorded over it and then when the when the the part that was recorded went away no no (laughs) no but my embarrassing story is Mm -hmm. i was watching i was watching porn i don't even know how old i was i was i was i had to be in high school okay because we were sharing a laptop the whole house but i think it was my laptop i see where this story is going i know where the story goes and it still doesn't make any sense continue Y'all, so i don't know what well let's paint a picture so randy lives in a home with her mother and two other siblings one sister one brother they all share one computer what did you do with this computer randy well she had a desktop but i mm-hmm. but like we used the laptop for like portability like i just you know i can't even remember why we were all sharing this computer what did you do with this anyway computer, watch the point right uh-huh. i don't know shit about shit i don't know about incognito Jesus I don't know Christ. about history. I don't know about nothing. Y'all know right Google. <laughs> um, control Shift N. If you press that in Google Chrome, it will open up a tab I'm called like, Incognito. Know about this is for the listeners. Control Shift N. Like if they know. Not everybody does, clearly. There are maybe some people out here who maybe don't know don't that they can hide their search history. Teach them how to do Incognito. And if you really care, you will figure <laughs> it out like how I had to. So Continue. anyway, y'all. I go to get my laptop from my mom. And I'm like, oh, everything's normal. Like, hey, why don't you just kind of get the laptop? I really was just trying to watch a movie or something. I can't even remember. It was something mm-hmm. very pure and whatever. Pure. Got you. And I go and I click on the on the bar. And all my history pops up. You know, it drops down. Mm-hmm. And my mom just looks at me. She goes, so this is what we doing? Y'all. I mean, at this point, what the fuck can you say? It's clear as like. What you can say is that you have two other siblings. <laughs> Like my, I, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. My response, ooh, I'm throwing like everybody under the no bus. I had no practice with lying to her. I know. I still don't. She just that's why now she asked me a question. If my if you still listen at this point, I'm telling you right now. She goes, Randy, did you do so and so? And I say, you know, I did it. Like y'all know, I can't lie. I can't lie. That's my problem. That's why this would have been a great time to pull it off. Anyway, I was be like, so oh, that's your other daughter. It was embarrassing. You should be. She gave me the laptop though, but I ain't watched porn for like a year. I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, they ain't about to catch me. I ain't do shit. See I what was... I mean? Monitoring versus restriction. <laughs> she would have said, don't watch this. Don't ever let me catch You would have went and done it. <laughs> Instead, she just say, so I see that you out here wilding. <laughs> and she looked you in your eyes and you realized she was out here wilding. I wild. <laughs> <laughs> So you took a year off from wilding. Y'all gathered me gathered okay but anyway that's my story okay okay i still we call that porn history all right (laughs) google tab so we're Uh, gonna share a couple of thoughts that we have about porn within our relationship and a little bit in general i guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so some Um, pros each of us is gonna share pro and a con yeah 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 all right sorry babe i know you were gonna continue talking i love you (laughs) i love you so i will do the first pro yes what's your pro so my pro about porn Okay. 
is that it's entertaining. Okay. The storylines, the things that some people don't like. The things I skip. <laughs> Who got time to watch this handyman? Mikey, I don't want to talk about this. Don't go. What does the handyman do? Ringing the doorbell. But you ain't wearing no shirt. You got one <laughs> screwdriver. Hey, I'm here to fix your... Like, why can't you see that shit? I came to fix your plumbing. Nigga got one plunger. I'm not here to watch a sitcom. <laughs> you know why I'm here. It's entertaining. I'm not here to do none of that. I'll be like, how they go get this foolishness off? <laughs> like, what is the plan here? <sighs> like, oh, you're going to notice that the desperate, lonely housewife is like, oh, no. Is like willing to sleep with your dirty plumber ass. And why all these dudes who show up to these house to do work don't never have on underwear? Mikey. These are the questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I be getting at. I be like, how does this work out? How do you know that? I skip. I just skip. I just scroll. Like, up. Uh, uh. <laughs> There's no Mikey. way. This pizza delivery dude is going to get in trouble with his next drop off because he's going to be late. You're stupid. You're stupid. I can't afford to pay for this. Well, why'd you order the pizza, ma'am? <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Who has okay, got at you. this point? It was like, all right, so it'd be like storylines. I'm just really into lady body parts. I don't know. Uh-huh, just, uh-huh. Really, that's attractive to me. Okay. And like, yeah, that's a pro. Okay. It's creative. Is it? I do think of it. I think of women as art in, you in do? that way. I, I genuinely do. Um, From the South, stripper culture is a thing here. It is. Thick women are bred here. It's just it bred is what it is. Born and shit. raised and giving y'all these babies and appreciate it like a motherfucker. It just is what it is. It yeah. is. So like that attraction is like there, and oh. you can like see these things, and you have access to these things. <laughs> okay. Within reason. Within reason. Yeah. I love you. Okay. My pro. What you got? I mean, I put Lauren stuff. So y'all, <laughs> it was a situation back in college. We were talking about head, and one <laughs> one side of the room was like, I ain't ever give a head. I ain't gonna ever get hit. And One side all of the room. single now. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. <laughs> Other side of the room was like, "What the fuck do you mean? Your head is great. It is life." <laughs> and so we pull up a um a thing, a, a video. Yes, because she was trying to make a point. She's like, "This is for educational purposes." But y'all, I think it's really like it is like you're like, "Oh my god, I didn't know you could do that." You bring that stuff back to the bedroom, but not like in a yo, you're someone else type way, but like in a hey, I'm gonna try this. Mm-hmm type thing how did that work out for you in your life oh it's great do you think that you are satisfied sexually within your relationship due to the influence that porn has had on your life it's- <laughs> wait <laughs> to catch wait wait say that again do you think i'm am i satisfied with my sex life am i i guess i'm asking if your sex life has been made better due to the influence of porn well i guess that brings well i don't know i don't think so okay i don't think it has been i don't think it's been like it's been more like an exclamation point, like a period. Yeah, Sometimes, but like those things. Not even really, babe. Those complete a sentence. I could completely live without it. Same. I still have sex with you, and it'd be great. Do you? <laughs> I agree. A lot of what I do, not all of what I do, I came up with my damn self. Like there was nothing. Yeah, that, I mean, like, you go with the flow of the other person, but yes. more just like you know, there's something. There's only been a few, a handful of things that I've seen. Like, oh, I've never actually done that would have never thought to unless not saying that's why you should Watch that is it. why you should but i'm telling you that was my pro gotcha so your pro was that it's educational you see the educational value of porn yeah 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 okay yeah. why are you laughing at me because it's fu- you a nerd that's okay how you bring nerdy thought i'm just thinking it's interesting like oh videos. this is like like what if i was fit 
you know, again, what if I had some stamina? Well, a lot of them are in such great shape because of all of the sex that they have. And your con. <laughs> Please. I'm sorry. All right. My con. Uh-huh. The one con that I had, um, I guess in relation to, not oh, just period. Mm-hmm. In relation to us, was a uh, sexual attention. Okay, and we'll speak more about this as we go coming mm-hmm. up. But um, I think when I was younger, less immature, more needy, um, without thinking about others in that way, I was like, oh well, like you know, I didn't watch porn a lot. I just really wasn't into it. Um, mm-hmm. I personally, I'd watch a video, maybe, but I wasn't one of those people that was like, oh, I gotta watch something because I gotta like jack off. Like that's just right. not me. I genuinely don't like doing it. Um, you I don't. prefer having sex. Like you I would, do. I'd go find somebody. I'd be like, oh, that video cute. I know a girl that looked like that. Uh-huh. Go find her. Like, that was... Who, who you were. Yeah. How your life is. Set Time up. to hunt. But, like... Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when we got together, it, you had, like, a different relationship with it. Like, you enjoyed it, and you'd like it off, and you'd, like, be fine. And then I'd be like, but I've been saving my energy for you. And I'm like, well... And, like, you're tired. Or, like, your sexual energy has now been used up. Right. Without me. I was like, <laughs> all right, so I'll just wait till the next time. Or something. I don't know. Babe. Okay. So, yeah. No, so, I get, no. Stuff like that. So, sexual attention. Sometimes, so you, you, I just want that. Okay. I'm used to, like, having all of that. Yes. From someone. That's, like, yes. my one con. Because I really had to think hard about that. I know you did. You changed it a few times. No, you didn't. That you changed your pro a few times. Mm. Okay. What about you? Con. My con. Um, I, I have a lot of... I have put, like, I have shame slash ignorance mm-hmm. slash unsafe. Okay. And so... Uh, and this is not necessarily terms of like in our relationship, but more there's a lot of shame around porn watching and in general, which is I think very sad, especially in relationships. So in terms of relationships, you that's why you that's how you find yourself on Instagram sending a question, anonymous question. Hey, I caught my boyfriend watching so and so. What do I do? Like, why aren't you talking to to your boyfriend? boyfriend. You know, or like, what? Where's that trust? Why is there so much shame around it? Um, ignorance in terms of. Yeah, that it's like ignorance paired with shame, mm-hmm. and then it's unsafe. Not all porn, but like sex workers aren't because this is people make their living off this, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into that. But like, it's not the safest, In a lot of instances, it, it isn't as safe as it could be, especially for people who enjoy it. If that makes just sense. just like, like with anything are, that starts off as one thing, th- people will find a way to exploit it. And it this is what I'm saying. So the exploitation be... of it. And then also like uh, you hear all these stories about children being trafficked. And it's like, mm-hmm. how are y'all ruining something and then you for get, adults? Yeah. <laughs> By bringing your perversion into like, and like, that's it's, another it's thing. It's perverted. Yes. Um, and like, I think that's, that's my con on it. Con of it. When it concerns, when it concerns porn. We'll, we'll go into more. We'll go into <laughs> depth about that. All this right. part is short for this reason. Well, it says, our next point was like, how does it impact our relationship? Yeah. So, one. My example was what what we just talked about. Um, Your con. Yeah. Was okay. that like that's one of the only ways that it's really like impacted it. Um, there were days or like earlier days of our relationship before we were married, where we would talk about it, and you used to kind of be afraid to like tell me that you watched porn or ashamed because mm-hmm. because girls are shamed for watching porn. Even for though being honest about even it, though women are the highest watching. Women watch it. Okay. And. So do men. Somebody got that number. Both of us are watching it. Why is, why is anyone? About it? You know, see what I'm saying? So it would be like you'd bring it up. Honestly, there'd be like maybe eight months in between every time porn got brought up in our relationship. We were together for a long time, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, "Oh, I didn't know that you were watching that." And you would be like, "Yeah, I watch it every after." Like you know, like it was like <laughs> that's not, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> Y'all, 
Brandy, do not be out here listening to, to Mikey. The, the most recent conversation that I can remember was when we were in Viner Ridge in our old apartment. and Before you had, I got pregnant. Before you got pregnant. And you were like, yeah, no, I watch every once in a while. I was like, what's every once in a while? You were like, every couple of weeks, every week. Like, you know what's week, more interesting was... is that it's so much easier to talk to my girlfriends about this mm-hmm. than it is to talk to you about it. Well, it was. But I'm me. It used to be. And that was one of the reasons I'm not why I'm about confused. You. It wasn't, I wasn't worried about you shaming me, but what I explained to you back then was that, mm-hmm. well, like you said earlier, porn is something you do in isolation. Maybe you talk, you know, I talk about my girlfriends. Oh, girl, you know. You see this crazy shit, you know? Yeah, like, especially when you're a virgin. At least when that was my experience. Like all you got is like what you're seeing, and not necessarily your your actual experience. I think that there's there's a tie in between like porn and masturbation, right? Those mm-hmm. are two things that people talk about as like things you're supposed to keep to yourself, but mostly the masturbation part. Because when you're watching porn, mostly the porn part, really, Mike. Nah, people be like, if you you, you masturbate, keep that to yourself. I don't want to hear about you doing. It. You I think know it's what I'm both, honestly. I think porn is more accepted, personally. Hmm. <laughs> we should ask what's more taboo porn or masturbation i'm pretty sure you'd hear masturbation we should vote because i think it's gonna be porn we're gonna put it up um so yeah it got to the point where i was like well you know babe i i'm not a prude i'm not like i mean we watched together but y'all we yeah. talked about that when we watch porn together it's like it's, it's like fun. ooh, the storyline stupid <laughs> i'm forced to watch the storyline because this nigga like it i'm like why are we watching that's this? not why i mean why? If it's if we're really talking like setting the mood, ooh, this is an interesting sexual experience. Cool, but we and gotta, then we end up turning it off part every of time. Porn, like, the part of the process is the search. You have to find something that's interesting. Is to it the you. search? Because we all know you search for hours and hours and until hours. you find that one the, good video. Until you find the same thing, you was you should have just chosen the first. Well, place. see, this you is why got... my favorite site invented history, Mikey. <laughs> There's a tab, and you can look at. What I don't you've even know watched. where this is going. So if anymore. I wanted to just do that, I, the point that I'm making okay, is, I'm sorry. is that when it came up in our relationship, this is just one way it impacted it. Mm-hmm. We ended up having a conversation and I got all this information about ways that you felt that honestly, I mean, I felt bad. I'm like, you, you feel isolated and alone because of this thing that you enjoy or that you liked. And I, I don't want you to feel like, like, I, I don't want you to feel alone in anything, especially because, you know, we're about to be married. We have like lived a whole bunch of life together. And also it's something that I'm like interested in. And I remember you were like really weird about like, I don't want you to know what I watch. I'm like, Randy, if it's like, if it ain't clown porn, then I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty much like, I, I'm interested to see what it is. I, I'm not going to judge you. You won't get a reaction immediately. Maybe I'll just be like, okay, I think this is something you should watch by yourself. <laughs> but I'm not going to like shame you for being into clown and little people. Well, it wasn't that I would feel isolated or alone. It was like, I prefer to be mm-hmm. alone. And you, your whole fantasy was like, baby, watching something. And I come in the room, like these damn pornos that you be watching. No, I come I in the room. That's a, and that's I'm the, like, and that's Ooh, the thing I was trying to clarify. What are you I was watching? like, nah, that's real life. Like, I would like to be, I, that's, that, that is not, I've done that. Like, I would like to I be know, like, babe, but be, like, if you want to be open with it, I was like, I don't want you to feel like you just had to be in here doing it by yourself. If that's no, I want. don't. That's, I think the thing that bothered you was, aside from porn, masturbation, is that I prefer to do, sometimes I just want to be me. You, me and you, it's a, it's a thing. Okay. Me, real quick, I got two minutes. I'm sleepy as hell. I already know how to get me there. You trying to, with you, it's going to be a whole thing. Marathon. It's going to be a, uh, Marathon, too much, and I need to go to bed. I'm sorry, and so I'm about to miss half of my nap because you want to come in here and fuck it up, and I just want to real quick (laughs) in and out. If we had written down how many times that happened, I just want to go to sleep. (laughs) 
I just wanted to take a nap real Brandy quick. Brandy had intentions of taking a nap one day. Swear to God. And I saw it in her eyes. She was tired. But then I saw she was interested. And this is why I didn't tag you in. Be like, because I know what you're going to do. And what I don't got do? time for the marathon. What I want is a quickie. <laughs> and you are not capable of doing these things. I'm capable of a quickie. Mikey, you're If I try really hard. Mikey, we've had one quickie and it was on accident. <laughs> it was on accident and I was very upset. Randy, I am capable. All men are capable. That's all of I'm quickie. saying. So it's not like an isolating alone. I really, I prefer to, some things I just want to be by myself. Some things just for me. Okay. But you are very together. I and understand like, having that together. thing that's for you. It's just that it's for you. But like, I also ain't getting none today. And you, <laughs> you, you super straight. You relax as fuck. You about to take a nap. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like pent up on the couch downstairs. The couch ain't comfortable now. It's a little bit more uncomfortable than it was before. I done, I done went to the gym. <laughs> I done did all this shit. I'm fresh off work. This ain't. I done cooked a meal. I'm like, all right, so I'm going to feed this nigga. <laughs> and then like work my way. I'm like, ooh, babe, you know, before it get too late. And now next thing I know, we shower that, and kissing each other goodnight. That, uh, that's fair. This has not been the case in a while, y'all. It hasn't. But that was, but that a, was they, a period. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I so then I'm like, case. so then it becomes a thing. I'm like, all right, porn is ruining our relationship. You ain't never <laughs> I said didn't say that. that, but I could have. You could have. And then you still wouldn't have been true. It wouldn't have been true. So how does it affect the relationship from my point? Yes. Um, so on the one hand, I feel like it's like obviously giving us conversation. This mm-hmm. episode, it's been fun, right? It's like, oh, like I feel safe with you. I don't feel like I'm going to be judged. So that makes me more, more, um, like, what's the word? Able to be vulnerable with you for something that I know is taboo in a lot of spaces mm-hmm. and for a lot of people. So just knowing that I can openly talk to you about it, my experiences, my embarrassing moments, what I like. It's like, okay. So on the one hand, I feel closer to you, right? Like, oh, it's this thing that we're not supposed to do, but we're doing it. Oh, babe, look, we all going to hell, you know? But then the other part, <laughs> Randy. I'm just like, and I don't believe that. But anyway, the other part. We ain't get to that yet. Um, I, especially after we had Drew, and I guess this is tying into the next point, but especially after we had Drew and my postpartum started to hit and I was like, okay, and trying to like redefine, not redefine myself, but like get back into myself. I think I've had my, I had a, I've had a good run, but I think I'm done with porn. <laughs> you may sound like an athlete. I've had a good run with it. I think I'm retiring. You're retiring from, from it because I'm I'm at a point in my life mm-hmm. and in my marriage where I want to, unless we're doing it together, um, which we don't tend to do because we end up turning it off because we're just because I'm just not as interested in watching it as doing it. That's my thing, right? We, and it's just like I can't hear myself think. Turn it off so I can <laughs> kiss on you. But that's why we avoided certain like ethnicities. And like certain like video types, because y'all, some people just do too much, and some sounds ain't attractive. You ready? You done? Because you had, I, I want to give you your moment to to think off in the distance. Yes. But um, no, so on that hand, I feel I like it. you know, while it has been like fun, we have the experience with each other, and that's great, right? Mm-hmm. To say that we actually have been able to entertain each other and indulge each other. I'm in a space where I'm just like, okay, that was really great. I don't really need it slash want it. Never really did, but like you know, like I'm I'm at a space where I just want it to be me and you sexually. Am I making yes? Because that's a space that I spend a lot of time in. No, but like no, I get it. I just I understand their thinking. He's like, nah, I just want I'm just locked in on you. That's just what I want to do without right. like without the noise from outside. And also, but that but the overall of that is really tying into the the next part. Okay. Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? 
because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in. That includes a Nectar mattress, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com and get hugged. So the next part is... Um, what do we think about it as socially conscious people who also love God? So by social consciousness... Um, like we speak about, we, we talked about how like porn used to be this really taboo thing and it still is in certain spaces, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in most spaces with us, with millennials, young people specifically, it's just not, um, some people take it very seriously. Some yeah. people are like, you should never do this or watch this ever. And this is like, this is terrible. It's just this terrible thing. It's like murder. I don't know. I just don't see it like that. Um, personally, but as a socially conscious person. But as a socially conscious person, I understand that there are negative ramifications to everything. Mm -hmm, There's a mm -hmm. negative side of everything. And what I don't like is when things are perverted. By perverted, I mean like it's it's nature was something and then someone took it and turned it into something else. Mm -hmm. So like if you saw porn as a bad thing before, you'll see it as an evil fucking thing when you start realizing like the negative side of the industry. When you see, you hear about the trafficking, when you hear about how there are people who do these things against their will, how there are rings, right. all these things happening going on. You got like sex shaming. Some of these videos are released without the consent of the woman. Um, revenge porn. Revenge porn, all of that stuff. And then it becomes like, damn, I don't even want to like do this no more. Now like hot milfs category ain't what I'm trying to like visit today. I said hot milfs. <laughs> I just realized what you said. So I'm saying. Keep going. All right. So then it becomes like this thing that it's just not like I ain't really trying to like do that. And I also already just wasn't into it in that way. And when you start adding like context behind things, it can take away from the joy of something. Like that ignorance you have, like oh, I'll just watch a video with boobs, and you don't think about like ooh, that girl is on drugs. And yeah. They're like holding her there against her will like that's a possibility it could yeah. be a thing you just never know and it's just like all right well this was not fun anymore just turn that off and i go have sex with my wife okay and thank you babe what's wrong you're welcome nothing interaction no i'm, you, I'm sorry i really was i was trying to let you leave you, without cutting mm-hmm. you off and find this thing from my point without Got cutting you, you what off is your point? but my question to that was when did that well, has it always been an occurrence for you? I would have to say no. Like, when did this happen um, for you? I knew people who did porn. I knew strippers. I knew people who worked in the sex industry. To me, it was like a thing where I was like, oh, no, I get it. Your lifestyle is your lifestyle. People have certain lifestyles, and with it comes certain dangers. And it's a thing that happens. There's people out here having a lot of sex randomly with multiple partners. One of the risks that you run is sexual transmitted disease. There are people out here who, police officers, you're doing your job. One of the risks that you run is possibly dying. Right. Like, you know, like there's, there's things associated with it. As a sex worker, it's a job. And with every job, there's a risk that you associate with it. Right. With sex work specifically, it's mad risk. Right. There's drug use, abuse, there's death, there's everything that you can, everything actually. Right. It's tied in with it. And it just makes it a more volatile situation. And to some, it still remains an appealing line of work, but there are people who have found ways of doing it in safer ways. And there are people who still are out here on craigslist like it's just yeah yeah you know it's it's still the wild west out here as far as like sex work goes but they say that you know it's one of the oldest professions for like a reason it is the oldest or one of the 
Otis. There was an argument that it's it's actually hunter gatherer, but it's oh, okay, the second Otis. <laughs> the second Otis. Jesus Christ! I know. Um, <laughs> so for me, um, thanks, thank you, Mike, thank you. You're welcome. Um, hey, uh, <laughs> stop! I know it's good. So we actually um we had to take a second because we wanted to reevaluate some of the stuff that we were talking about. So we are just punching in to clarify thoughts. Thank you, babe. But no, major shout out to Patreon because. I used a close friend setting that we have because I was like, y'all, I'm feeling away. And based on your feedback, you've given me like, what's the word I'm looking for? You helped me figure out what I was really trying to say. Conviction? No. You really want to use that word? That's not what I was going with? No. No. no, I'm just wondering. No, you, they have, the people who responded to my Instagram post and the stories uh, gave me clarity. Yes. So my point was I was struggling with this episode because I feel like it's clashing with my need to be likable mm-hmm. with everyone. And everybody mm-hmm. not going to like me and everybody not going to like us. Mm-hmm. And why are you laughing? Nothing. I'm letting you get your thoughts off. This you is important that? to you. And it's not. Mikey could give a damn. Y'all, it's why I married you because you're not. You're so uninvested in it's the, just in the bullshit. The but, people who like us. Or like, right. a, like, or just are going to, and people will always find something they don't like in something. That doesn't mean that I have to always, that I have to tailor it to to those who are not gonna like it. Because then you'll just keep tailoring shit. I agree, and yeah. I don't want to tailor. I want people who say they like me to actually know me, and y'all about to find out. And it's not that our like episode. thoughts or feelings are damaging. If that was the case, you know, then then that's, then you, then you reevaluate, you go back, and you yeah. change. You gotta say, but. This is my feelings based off of my personal experience and history with something. But the way that this ties into our this segment of social conscious slash loving God, that portion I mm-hmm. think was more for me um, because you don't sit with things the same well, we, way that I, I do. You don't. And my growing up in the church did not affect my feelings towards. But as a black girl, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of black girls who are either still in the church or have decided to leave the church or are still looking for a church home that fits their needs as like what a church home is Mm -hmm. can understand what I'm about to say. Okay, go. So my thoughts are growing up in the church as a black girl, I feel like we were always taught that there is something inherently wrong with pleasure. Right. And then you, of course you throw sex and porn in there. And so I feel like I always have to be like, yeah, I watch porn, but I'm, I love God. I journal and things, but like, honestly, wait, you actually, y'all actually talked about this shit in in church. Uh, in terms of like, don't do it. You're a bad girl. You'll never be marriageable. Like sex before marriage, or was it tied into? Or did y'all don't actually talk about pornography? Or no, I don't know a church that does. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like this wasn't. That no, wasn't I mean it. like in terms of shame. Is the the sermon or the oh. the the children's corner what was, was usually surrounding about. It was not a nominational. Oh. And sometimes I don't know. They be up there. They there they, are some places that I I hear I've heard you know, growing up in the south. In the 90s in churches. Right. Specifically, you're going to get one of three experiences. One that's like extreme. Baptist, like you're going to hell Southern for Baptist. everything. Yeah. Then there's one that's just like just talking about the positive of what God is and how you need to just pray and keep giving us money. And then there's like a healthy medium somewhere in there. I don't know if I ever found the healthy medium. But also, y'all, that's a whole different episode because I think it also had a lot to do with who was taking me to church. But that's neither here nor there. But no, I felt like that part was really important to me because that's one thing that I've personally, even throughout our relationship and in our marriage, I know this is the case for many women who have been in church as girls until adulthood. 
who've had to unlearn a lot of internalized shame around sex and pleasure and what gets you off and mm-hmm. what gets you off in your marriage um, and what you're into. And so I think that's ultimately what I was trying to say. What I want to say is that I can acknowledge that I watch porn, get off on it. Not lately, but that's coming. I have. So first like, of all, since, so, since, <laughs> that's since my fight from or the flight. last time we punched out to right now, like things have happened. But yeah, really? No. Was yeah. That, so my fight or flight, because yeah, it's already right. been recorded. Was that? I don't remember. But yes, you do. I don't. The car? Oh, no. You, no so that no. was like, okay. No, no. So you, no, that was, was last, so it was two weeks ago. I already told you that it was. I'm just saying, was that the recent? No. I look like oh, I'm talking six? about the last two days. Yeah. Yeah, because we recorded this way in advance. So. When? Is that why you had Yesterday door, and the day before yesterday. When I had to pee really badly? No. When you were in the shower? That's not why I had a lock. <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> after, actually, after you left. Babe, so, I yeah. know. It was like 2 a.m. It's, don't eat, it, don't, it ain't got any fun. Right? Ain't got any fun. <laughs> but it looks we're so gonna good. We're going to clarify what anyway. the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Y'all are here later in the episode, but I love you. I love you too. But no, that's what I was, that was ultimately what I was trying to say. I was trying to say that as a socially conscious person, that's coming in a few seconds when I put that back in. But <laughs> what I want to say in terms of like, God, I feel like there's always, there's also, there's just been a lot of shame around women and girls and pleasure. The thing and, is, when I and sex, it, from what I remember in church, it just it wasn't there was no tie-in, and it wasn't even like it's not what was preached to even the girls that I went to like church with. It was more so it was about the importance of like saving yourself and like protecting yourself, but it it was never you should be ashamed of yourself for doing uh, like for not following this way because half of my church wasn't in their they first marriage. Um, mm. My mom was there with three kids. We all got different dads, and none of our dads was with us in yeah. the church. You see what I'm saying? Like it's like it's not. Maybe I just want to go home, but that is we had a great that church. has a bit, and, and not just the in terms of like the church. So I don't want to put it on the church. It's also about family too, and how our mm-hmm. how our family raising the girls in my family concerning sex and pleasure, and you know, and like all of that. Yeah. So I'm not just gonna put it on church homes, but I'm putting it on the religion and Christianity and how it's practiced with black people in general i i I feel like it's it wouldn't be outside of the realm possibility or it would not make sense to just say yo this is a problem across the board in some black homes there are some there are there are many christians who i don't even know there's a right way to say that like christian being good christians (laughs) right christians but we know what that means there's two different versions of what good okay is what i'm saying so like i don't want to put that out there as like it's a christian thing but it is some trouble in these black homes Black home families, yes, especially concerning girls and women, especially concerning sex and pleasure and agency and shame, and so that's ultimately what I was trying to say. Like, yeah, makes sense. All right, and now we're about to put what we already said <laughs> back in. So I lead with that, but I also think that people have a real problem with the fact that there are sex workers out here that enjoy being sex workers mm-hmm. that make a good living. That that's just what they do. They found that used to they, be a stigma. They, like you're doing this because you have to. You don't have to do. But there this. are there are people out here who are real life having sex for money because they're into it. Because they're into it, and that's the thing that really bothers me about all of that is you have people who are like, "Oh, porn, or you're going to hell, or masturbation, and all of this." Who are doing it? And who are touching little kids? Don't who are not living their lives authentically? Who are creeping on their marriages? out here on the streets so here's the thing um, ever since i was a kid i've heard about and i don't know because i'm not catholic but all i hear about is a joke regarding catholic priests and it's real boys there was an excellent special on netflix oh my god who killed it's about a nun 
but when you, you think it's about a nun when you watch it, you realize it's not about a nun it's about how this like this this ring of like this priest has been assaulting girls in his school and this this woman grew up she like blocked it out and then it all came rushing back to her mm-hmm. it was just uh, y'all it was so powerful anyway what was that movie that we saw that was really terrible about the four boys and it ended up going to war and- doubt no 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 that was Deer sleepers. sleepers is that how Deer hunter started that was sleepers oh, okay terrible with movie. kevin bacon similar concept yeah they had like all of the they are police officers yes and they Brad were Pitt was in it and, it, mm-hmm. and he was a lawyer this is like it was yeah so so my so so it's all of that right and mm-hmm. i also find that as a socially conscious person i have to understand that there are a lot of people who are ignorant about sex work and about the porn industry and because they want to be out the instance i gave mike was i was in church one day we were together actually but this is the second time this has happened to me in a church where a pastor is preaching and every time I think I find a church home, this shit happens. He goes, even animals know not to have sex with each other. <laughs> Can I pause you right there? This goes back to my point about like um, running, running a certain risk, like when you go into certain spaces or certain careers. We know how the church works. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we can remain hopeful all day. And there are people who love their churches they who have are. found a great home. Um, and there are some people in spaces where like they understand that, you know, and, and empathize and sympathize and actually get what LGBTQ youth or adult or anyone who subscribes to anything is going through. Like there are people who get it and who like support it and understand that God don't hate you for who you are. Right. But that ain't always the case. Right. So it's never a surprise when these things happen, but it's always like, damn. Right. So that's where I was. I was like, shit. Because the first thing I'm thinking about is sitting in my anthropology class and being lear- and learning about bonobo apes. And Which how we all know about. They are known for having sex with each other, same-sex mm-hmm. relations, even though all animals know that to procreate, you need to go with all someone animals procreate with reproductive. with the opposite sex. Right. But so, it's not true that animals don't have sex but it's with that, sex. But it's just that quip of like... Oh, even animals know, but you don't know who's sitting in your church who wants to find a home here. Mm-hmm. And it's really just a lack of education, uh, advertisement of fear and hate. And it's harmful. And I find that this, that's the same case when it comes to sex work. And that's harmful. No one, there's not many people I know that listens to Sex Gets Real with, um, Don Sarah. That's a great podcast. I haven't listened in a while. Um, because our work takes so much, but mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm into other podcasts. But for a while, I listened, and she'd have directors and sex workers and former sex workers, people who left the industry, and there are people who are who are out here really trying to create a safer space for sex workers, and they do not enjoy these porn hubs and all these other sites mm-hmm. that just have these categories. I've and never been on Pornhub. These sex workers that aren't getting paid, that aren't being treated well. I'm lying. That I went once, but it was a terrible website. I've never do it again. That are being drugged. They have ads. Mikey, God I'm sorry, damn it. Being drugged. And all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they are trying to make a safer way for sex workers to do their job. But then when you throw in trafficking and all this extra stuff, it's awful. Exploitation is awful. And so that's part of the reason why I also feel like my run with porn is done. Because I can't be socially conscious and really caring about people's health watching free porn. One. You know, or not, not putting my money where my mouth is. Or, you know, practicing what I preach in terms of trying to like engage in a space that's safe and that and that sex workers are trying to create for the work that they are going to do and that and that is a big industry if nobody watched porn and if everybody hated so much why is it so profitable you Mm -hmm. know somebody lying a lot of people lying and so that's why that's why i am like socially consciously there's just i find that it's hypocritical to like know so much about 
all the things that people are going through in the, in this industry. But that's like the not, way of the world, isn't it? Isn't it that is that's just what it is? Is being hypocritical. People are hypocritical all the time. It's right, like, but I don't always have I don't have to engage in that. And on top of that, I'm trying to focus on my relationship with you. That's fair. And while we watch porn together, and it's like you know, yes, yeah, whatever. But but here here's my thing. It ain't something that it's like a pastime for us. Like bang. I personally don't feel like you'd be hypocritical if you watch porn. Okay. I think you can still support something in a way and still be like you know, but I like doing this. Um. But I also, you know, the flip side of it, I think that like the NFL protest, right? Everybody was protesting it, but niggas were still watching. Mm-hmm. And the people who was complaining about it work for the NFL, collect mm-hmm. an NFL check weekly mm-hmm. and go to these practices and still support like these things. Like it's not, it's hard to not be hypocritical. I don't know. I mean, that's okay. But I don't, but if I feel like if I'm conscious of something, which is this point, mm-hmm. then I can like decide where I'm going to step. True. And so until there's like a space to where you can be for me, until there's like a way to ensure that like, I don't know, sex worker safety, you know, or just, I just feel like I'm, I'm being, I'm engaging in a harmful practice. Unknowingly. Because we are technically, but I, to because point, I don't pay for what I watch. No, you know, I'm not really helping anybody. You no. know, if I'm like all for the people and this is a job and this person needs to be paid for their service, you know, like you feel like you're not <laughs> helping. Do you feel like you, and you feel like, while also not helping that you're, you're and that this is right because it is a problem for sex workers to be to have their thing to have their bodies put on display to perform because they're performing you know this is a show this is a job and to not get paid and to not be treated well and i don't i don't think i'm doing you, but anything i don't think that paying for anything makes it less of a doesn't take away from the problem because there's still a whole other thing over here of right people who aren't there's porn that is like what's the word what i'm looking for organic this is not really the you know there's like organic fruits and vegetables and then like the fruits and vegetables that they inject the same shit they put a different sticker on it that say organic but but there are some that are truly organic there are right next to the ones that aren't all i'm saying is i feel like i'm i've i've become too educated in terms of like people in this industry because there are real people who Mm -hmm. like who are human and they speak you know well not saying that you know if you're not you know what i mean like they can articulate their ideas and their thoughts enough for you to comprehend and from me just listening to a podcast i'm learning that you know they know these a lot of the situations aren't always safe there's a drug problem there's a there's a masculinity problem right so like people are really into these rape scenes and these gangbang scenes why not i you know what i'm saying yeah. like but it but it's profitable but there are women who have to actually engage in these scenes mm-hmm. with these men and it's not easy like to be to, to need to have safe words and not be followed or to be you know exploited by this director there are actual people trying to do work to get out of that and a lot of the stuff that the sites that are accessible use are not that work am i making sense they're not i do they're not actually like putting they're not actually like promoting but they're not going to you see what i'm saying like it's like one and if they're not i'm gonna step back and make my life a porno you know because it's a a law (laughs) called you're just gonna stop yeah and also mike i just after drew and after you know our that that year of being pregnant it felt like i was really pregnant like 11 months it felt like um getting pregnant back to back finally having her being postpartum trying to get my body back i really want to focus on on us and on you and like i said you want to watch it that's fine so i don't care i've never cared because you know we're just not that type of couple mm-hmm. and or you want to watch it together that's also fine but in terms of me personally i just can't get out of my head enough to feel to like engage in it without any like guilt I about can. what i know that's fair if that makes sense 
But I don't think anyone who does watch it should be shamed. However, I do feel like if you find that you're addicted, you're not having sex with your person. Like ever, you, you can't even to be touched. Something. If you like Carl and old dude in this Black Mirror episode, <laughs> you don't need to be watching it. It's a call back to the Black Mirror episode. All I'm saying is you only be watching it if you can't even perform mm-hmm. with your with your partner, yeah, which it. wasn't our problem. I feel like I should say it wasn't no. that I couldn't perform <laughs> with you. It's just that I would have gotten off, and now you want to ask us. I'm just like, but I'm I'm done. And I'm about to go sleep. Like, but you could have saved that nut <laughs> for me. But yeah, it makes sense. Okay, it's just complicated, I guess. But I don't think that there should be shame in watching porn or if it's something that you enjoy, even knowing what you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I, and there are people out there who are better Christians than me, you know, and us mm-hmm. that know the scripture and all of this. But I also find I just have such a distrust of like certain things because there are people we know that are married, that are in a church in a heteronormative on paper marriage, mm-hmm. heterosexual as well on paper marriage and we know one of them gay as hell gay as hell yeah gay. i really wish and it's fine to be who you video. are but mm-hmm. you aren't practicing like you aren't you don't mean it and that's what bothers me that's i would like point. to talk to somebody that mean what they say when, when we were <laughs> in that church we later heard a story you know that he cheated on her like yeah his, and it wasn't oh with a church goer yeah and this was recently. like two years past. it was something crazy it was recent it was recent and you know, it was probably you know, still going we were working on. through it and we're Cause like you're still a human being at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, you may preach this like better than I don't know holier than that. Like I'd hate that. Shit. I would I just, just love to sit in a church sermon that talked about masturbation shit. and <laughs> porn and sex for marriage. I don't want to hear that in church. For real, there are people who do. There like, are people who grow up in the church who are have so much shame. You see it all the time. Women who are told to wait till they're married to have mm-hmm. sex. They finally have sex and they can't have sex because they've been they it's been bed, embedded in them their whole life oh, sex, is bad. sex is bad sex is bad you're stupid sex That's is bad shit. i know why but because there was... there's another sector of church girls that have literally internalized that sex is bad they finally get married and can't have sex this is what i was talking about as far as monitoring and educating versus restriction because them church girls church dudes i knew i heard stories I, they were doing stuff on wednesdays bible study <laughs> after bible Teen Bible study. Anyway, and after reading the scripture, niggas would be wilding. Anyway, the point that I'm making is, is that doing that does not, it's not real. It's like telling somebody, oh, you should never drink because drinking is bad. Mm-hmm. Stupid. It's stupid. One, I think communicating, like I told you, you know how I sex talk with my mom was, it was very thorough. She was like, listen, I would love for you to wait till you're married. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen because statistically it don't. So and based off of then, where you live. And what your surrounding is, and how our life is set up is. I'm just gonna make sure you're as educated as you are, and, and that really helped us as opposed to how she grew up. When her, she couldn't even bring up sex. She wasn't allowed to take sex ed classes. My mom put us in all of them. She put us in all the afternoon courses. We took everything. We got to talk about everything. You mm. know, I remember first time I had my cycle, second, third time, and I was like, "Mom, is it normal to be?" She was like, "Horny." On your cycle? I was like, yes. Like, this shit is my... I, I, was, I was so bothered. I was like, I can't understand. She was like, you know, it's just hormones. It's just... But I could have never done that with with her if she had that conversation with her. If she wouldn't have been like, sex is bad. You're bad. Where you think you keep your head in the book? Girl, you need to Unrealistic shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Because keep that stuff to yourself. People, yeah. I just think there are better ways to talk to somebody and to engage with somebody and to get to know somebody to convince them of something. So basically, just like with anything, too much of something is a bad thing right too much of something could be a bad thing so if you like really out here watching porn porn you might want to like bring it back a little Scale bit it back. why what are you doing what's happening go experience like life life 
Um, go get a body body. <laughs> <laughs> go be with your partner partner. And experience each other in a way that y'all have it together together. Right. Um, or talk to them about why, what's going on. Because, whenever, like I said, whenever I see those Instagram posts, I'm just like, why? I don't know. It's so weird. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I don't, even know. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I ain't heard you say, I don't know that means who. There's right, just so, you so don't know. there's so much. It's just, it's, it's a mixture of, of ignorance, internalized shame, and other things. Um, and I think that, I think that the only way around that is to talk about shit. Mm-hmm. It's like actually be really open about like Which how you feel about something. Ironically, forced me to be more vulnerable mm-hmm. in our relationship. Which I think forced both of us. Like, brought us like, closer. Hey, yeah, I mean it's uncomfortable as hell at first because it's new. It's something that is not normal and that, but it's a thing. It's really a thing on your mind. It's a thought. And if you didn't share it, then we're like like strangers. Yeah, essentially, like if there's something on your mind that you, it's it's a thing. It's something that's really bothering you that weighs heavy on you. Or it's a thought and something you want to express or you want to share, but you just can't. Yeah, with the person you're supposed to be with for the rest of your life, then what is what's the point? Yeah, then go be single and then okay, I can keep that to myself because I'm with me. Yeah, but um, I don't know. They don't think that you should come to your partner and be shameful. Like you know, you know, I watch porn. So yeah, unless what? the subject matter of your porn is something that you should that be is watching. dangerous and evil. Yeah, so we're not like glorifying it and telling everybody to go in there to do it, but we are trying to normalize the conversation because Talk about couples it. are watching it separately and together, and y'all have got to stop this rhetoric, which I find very harmful about like just just like, just of shame, yeah, because that's not that's not you're not you're not really getting to the people you are, and I think not doing something slash doing something because of fear is not really that's not really honest. Mm. It, am I making it like yeah it, no that was a like, good that was a good way to wrap it up I like that right. yeah 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 way to bring full circle so this episode started with a lovely message from our mother and yeah. made its way to and we actually had a funny because I told her that this was going on this episode and she was like well don't put it on there if you think it's gonna be weird but I don't think it's gonna be weird if you don't think it's gonna be weird I don't think it's gonna be weird um, unless somebody tell us like y'all that was weird I don't think it was weird <laughs> um because there's also a voicemail on here but you know yeah that's our episode all right engagement so what conversations are you guys having are you done with us is this our if last so, episode together? thank you so much for listening to thank this episode thank you so man. much for we appreciate it. you i know it's, it's been a ride it's been a uh, long 61 ride. episodes that's heavy man so i, I appreciate it this is when you choose to get us. off the bus yeah that's cool you know uh we're gonna keep along this route feel free to rejoin us anytime we gonna be here are you for or against watching <laughs> porn let us know or don't and talk to your person about it because that's who you really should be talking to and again no opinion we we just want to hear your thoughts so if you are one of those people that's like nah it's wrong and here's why tell me why maybe (laughs) maybe i'm misinformed and maybe i'm too liberal in my thinking about why it's not gonna kill you if you do or don't watch porn you know the thing that's real weird too not even weird like my grandmother rest in peace who i miss very much actually she um she was like you know god sees everything and I used to sit there like God is sitting on my bed watching me watch porn. Oh no, that's awful. That is an awful thought. Sorry, God, I've given it up. I'm gonna edit all that out anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you will not. That stays right there. I want to know y'all thoughts about that part. You know, I um that part. But if y'all know a good church home that's not shaming people for being who they are in terms of lesbian, gay, bi, trans, queer in general, then that is. 
progressive in terms of being humane. Drop their link. Do they have online sermons? Because I would like to find. We're gonna do a whole. Mikey thinks doing an episode about church and all that is boring. I don't. Ooh. I don't think it's boring. I, I'm curious about what the hell we're gonna talk about because we have. There's about six different ways we can go with talking about church with yeah. our personal experience. Mine alone, yeah. I know would be three. Um, what's funny is yesterday my mom was holding Drew's like, so when y'all gonna christen her? I'm like my nigga, what is that? I know what it means, but uh, kind of. I'm asking. I was like, you mean like a baptism? She was like, oh, exactly. Like That's what I was it means. like, oh, I was like, well, I bathed her yesterday, and her face kind of dipped in the water. So like, what you? I, there are a lot of people who are very <laughs> passionate about that. You're a Carmen. There are. She was. Or Drew's godmother. She was so worried to find that I hadn't been baptized because mm-hmm. she was like, you know, because the the denomination of Christian that she is, if you aren't baptized, you don't get into heaven. But I have so many thoughts about it. I think that was so what we were too. Thoughts. We were Methodist. But I don't know no, what, she's what like our church of was. Christ. We were Baptist. Life of Christ. But I, I was baptized. I'm probably messing, messing that all up. So you were never baptized? No. Not, not to my knowledge. I know I was. None of us were. But your grandmother was really big in the church. Yeah, she was. Wasn't she like a person? Did she have a title? She was Patricia. Oh, Everybody got a Patricia like a, in like their church. <laughs> no, babe. I don't, women can't be deacons. I don't know. See, you see, look, I showed up for the sermons. I memorized some scriptures. I was going to get some stuff tatted on me. <laughs> I am a Atlanta nigga at heart. Like when it, when it comes to like how this church shit go, you either like real heavy or you light heavy. By light heavy, I mean I give all glory to God, while at the same time being a nigga. I love you. That's me. And again, if you are now still leaving us, <laughs> we love y'all. First of all, Thank I just said I give all glory us. to God, and I put my hands together. He like did, I was y'all, praying. which is why we don't have a YouTube channel because, because. <laughs> all right, Patreon. <sighs> go ahead, my love. Wouldn't you technically go to hell for getting a tattoo? Wasn't that a concern of Drew's godmother? What? No. She, she got like, 50 million tattoos. I know, but this is before she got tattoos. I remember y'all having a conversation about that. No. And she was talking about why she wouldn't get a tattoo. She got tattoos before I ever got one oh, of them. okay. And it was like a tattoo of a cross. I was like, but you... That was a new tattoo, Mike. This is a tattoo. She has tattoos. I'm thinking about somebody else. You just can't see them. Good times. Go ahead. I don't want to see her tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? Engagement. We just... Patreon. <laughs> All right, Patreon. Again, all of our episodes are supported by our people on Patreon. Because you didn't get that earlier, you're about to hear about why we love our people on Patreon. We love y'all. Um, the Black Millionaire Marriage Patreon features additional content like Randy's blog post. She recently did one about five ways. What was it? Oh, five things the bottom has taught me. Five things the bottom has taught me. Um, y'all know I love my wife's writing. I will pick it up till the day I die. Um, her blog posts inspire me and I know they inspire you. So it's something to check out blog posts about being a mom, a uh, woman and a writer. Um, my daddy journals, um, my mixtapes. Um, I released one a couple of weeks ago about um, titled why I love rock. And it is a playlist of all the rock songs that I enjoyed from nineties movies. From the, from, and I realized upon creating it that my experience with rock music was from all the white movies from childhood. Oh my God. <laughs> and how I heard some shit in the background. Like, Ooh, I like that. Like Jimmy Eat World and, mm-hmm. you know, the classics. The classics. The classics. It's a good playlist, y'all. Um, and it Drew just, likes it, it. it's all over the place. Classic rock, current rock, like, you know, dance, dance. Anyway, things of that nature. Um, I think by the time this episode is released, Why I Love R&B, which is another one. It's like a dive into music that I've always loved. Um, those throwbacks that'll catch you. You'd be like, ooh, those. Um, something to check out. You'll also find uh, early access to what's going on with our family. Unedited episodes. So when we were on that break, 
Patreon was still receiving the episodes. Yeah. And they still got their minis too. Yep. And they will still get their, they still got their bonus episodes. They, they got everything. So, yeah. um, you know, they never miss a beat. Exclusive pictures. So the pictures that we release on Instagram is usually on Patreon. Probably it, we, we did it on Patreon a couple of days before. Uh, and our baby's adorable and you want to see her sooner. Production <laughs> notes so you can see what episodes will be about and more. Um, we've just given out mugs to our twenty dollars here and they really love our months. custom mugs we are working on building a shop we are yeah um, it take money to we, make money it does <laughs> patreon is who we poll first where we ask questions yeah they're our test group our focus group yeah um and they really engage with us in this podcast creating process so if you would like to be a part of that you can join for as little as three dollars a month um, check us out on patreon.com slash black millennial marriage and if you can't commit, though, to a monthly membership and you just don't got to like that, y'all know we really understand. You can still rate us, share us with your people, review us, positive comments only, please. Mm-hmm. And also send us Amazon gift cards at blackmailmare at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-M-I-L-M-A-R at gmail.com. Any amount, it don't matter. Y'all like, I only got $3. Cool. They Nigga, got that other amount <laughs> on there. Go ahead and just send it to us. Just, just we really appreciate y'all. Yes, nothing is too small. And we really appreciate our Patreon supporters. Y'all are the best. Fight or flight. All right. Oh, fight or flight is you. So yeah, I will is. sit back and I will take what is coming to me. What so you know, the other day, mm-hmm. and this is ironically in cahoots with our episode. The other day, we are going to take Drew... Oh. To daycare. Was it daycare? It was daycare. I think we we're going to pick her up. No. She was put in her in the car. Yes. Okay. You put her in the car. Mm-hmm. And Mikey goes, babe, go ahead and turn the car on. Mikey got the self starter. I say, okay, cool. I turn the car on. Because the AC has to be on before we get in there. Because she so get hot, her in the y'all. Yes. yes. And I'm like, okay. Normal ass morning. All I see on the thing is X and X porn. <laughs> in the radio. Give away my site. In the radio. <laughs> Best kept secret, bro. This, this is the greatest site. On, like, all right. If you still listen at this point. All right. If in you the don't radio have a site, y'all section. know what that blue background about. Go ahead. In the radio section. Uh-huh. And I say, Mikey, have you been watching porn in your car? <laughs> y'all, all I, I don't even care about that. What I care most about is that my child is in this car and I'm afraid that, you know, eventually the volume. Is nothing, is pawn, nothing is playing. Nothing is playing, but it shows up on the display. Yes. Like, but I'm thinking works. something is about to start playing and this child is in this car. Mm-hmm. And my heart is like, like, oh my God, turn the car, where the phone at? Get, gotcha. He goes, babe, what's wrong? And I tell him, and you say, what you say, Mike? I said, sometimes my radio will lock into the Bluetooth of other devices, His which phone. is usually my phone or my iPod. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I had, but I ain't watched it in forever, but it was one of the last He has like 50 million tabs up. I do. And because I don't close out those tabs, you know, if you open your Google Chrome or whatever, you see the little box and it'll have the number. Mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. shit a dead ass read 76 and I'd be forgetting to close them shits out. Yes. So sometimes and I get my, about that. Like close your tabs. My radio is real picky about who it's going to link to first when we get in. Sometimes it'll link to your phone instead of mine. Sometimes it'll this link to my true. iPod, which is right underneath the radio. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it'll link to my phone. The last time I watched porn was on my iPod and it was on there. And instead of pulling up my iTunes, which it will sometimes do, it pulled up. It pulled up my Google. So my fight is get your shit together. Your baby was in the car. I'm thankful that nothing played and that we were able to switch out the phones real quick. It it won't. It only automatically plays music. So, but I don't know that. I know that. If you tell me get my shit together, my daughter don't hear nothing. She don't know nothing. But you see it and you went full blown panic. So naturally, I'm gonna fight this because 
not only did nothing happen, nothing played, but I also hadn't watched it in forever. I just thought it was hilarious because like, oh man, I ain't close out that tab. <laughs> Which is what and I, I get on him about up. all the time. Why is Nissan Radios searching through my goddamn? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I should have went incognito. Right. Which in. is my second point. On Mikey does not do incognito. I don't. He be pass around this tablet and you see the recently viewed. Because like, who am I passing it to? Have some Your mom already caught you. Dignity. <laughs> some I don't have no shame. Respect. I'm also proud of my search history. <laughs> well, you should see the video I just saw. Man, that shit like, was five years. All right, okay. To anybody who is now still leaving. <laughs> goodbye. Niggas are still, they still rocking with us. Right, if you're still listening, you a real one. Look, I hear you. And I understand that that can it's be traumatized because this shit, it could have been my grandmother getting in the car. It, it, it you never know. Anybody. All I know that I can do is making sure I close out all my tabs. And you know, I be leaving tabs up. I no, have like I 40 tabs of Wells Fargo when I be checking what it happens. I will okay, make why sure. Why don't you just get the app? That I, cl- I do have the app now. That's why Wells Fargo don't open. There's no app he for got my videos. tabs, y'all. We just be clicking, just X, X, Until X, X, I found X. out that there's a button you can put. That says clear, clear all. all. The tabs. I will clear my tabs so that that won't happen. Please. Because that was semi about to be traumatizing. Nah, because uh, again, stories. All you would have heard was, oh, this bed and breakfast is great. My- <laughs> Ooh, look at that pretty That's maid. That's not the point. Turning down our bed. That's we can turn not- her out in bed. The tonight. point. Your daughter is smart, okay? <laughs> she, be, she be listening and retaining, and I don't need her repeating no sound effects <sighs> or nothing. I love you. And I get you. And you're right. Thank you. I'll hide it better like you do. <laughs> Don't. On to PDA. <laughs> you're first. I go first. Look, um, I did this on the last episode, um, just about the time we've had together mm-hmm. and how fun it's been. It's just been really nice reconnecting with you. Are you doing this again? Um, no, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. One. I just wanted But we have been doing really small things together. And I'm starting to feel more like a married guy. Yeah. It's like, ooh, you're in my way again. And uh, this thing is messed up. Urgh. Like I can we can I don't know. It's just it's nice. It's nice. So I go in the kitchen, Randy like pumps in the kitchen. And like the chair is like in the way of like me and the stove. And I'm like, ah, I get to move this out of my way. So mm-hmm. I go cook. It's like it's a little it's weird. It's I don't know how stuff. to explain it. It's no, nice it. being around. Yeah, it is. Um it's nice having you back. Okay. But more specifically, the other night you let me put Groot down. I mean, put Drew down. Jesus Christ! I said Groot. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> Groot is alive. You let me he is con- sleep. Cool, Drew down. Her cool. Her down. wind down. Her wind down before bed. Yeah, and it was just really nice. It was. She slept, y'all. I was like Randy outside on the phone. I get to read to my baby. Yeah, she fall asleep with me reading all cute and shit, and then she went and like laid in her bed, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, now I can go like mingle with my wife. Yeah, and we mingled. Yeah, we did. And I ain't mingled with nobody in a while. I know. Because I just be ignoring niggas in the back seat when I'm driving a lift. I know. I'm trying to block them out with music. Mm-hmm, they just want to mm-hmm. talk sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just nice. It's nice to be home and be around you. It's been really, I'm enjoying be, feeling like a dad more. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really appreciate it, babe. You're happy welcome. that you're happy to be around. I like being around you. I know. You're cool. Thank you. Like 96% of the time. 97 <laughs> what year were you born 92 92% of the time anyway my PDA What's so baby, you've been doing a really good job of self-correcting yourself I be trying um you're like you'll say something and I'll react babe I'm being vulnerable like oh okay new reaction or you'd be like babe you know 
I'm feeling some type of way. It doesn't have to be in a bad way. You've just mm-hmm. been really good at communicating lately. And I think it's because you have been back around and you're just trying to make an effort to not make the time together miserable. Yeah. That's or like sense. having constant back and forth about what did you mean and what did you say? And like, you're, it's you're, really easy to get into that when you ain't around each other. And when you aren't, when we're tired. Yeah. And even though like we're in a better space, I feel like we're still really tired. But I feel like we're making an effort. You're especially making an effort to like clarify, which is helping me communicate with you i feel like do you feel like i'm communicating I feel like you've been better doing a great job communicating lately yes actually i didn't know I didn't, I didn't attribute that to anything i was doing I was yeah just like, Ooh. i'm just been following your lead like all right mikey's really trying so i'm gonna breathe and instead of being like so-and-so for instance in the car my fight or flight i asked i said mike you've been watching porn <laughs> instead of being like what the fuck is this? you know my baby in this car because no. i was like dude because this don't make no <laughs> it don't make no sense, sense. <laughs> and when i explain afterwards you'd be like oh, okay only that's some type of shit that can only happen to me <laughs> right it don't make no sense but like it makes sense because you're stupid like so, i know the lift rise be a lot but <laughs> damn like how are you even how exactly how like that's what i want to know how we need to talk but no nah, uh-huh. i ain't watched porn while i drove since like high school and when I found out you used to do that, I'm joking. Me? This was college. I'm about to, say, yo, it was. Oh, it was. Yeah. We like, oh, I'm in traffic. You did just do that dumb. Sh- okay, we're not. Anyway, I did a lot of stuff. I really in appreciate just the you effort you've been do. making in terms of communication. Mm-hmm. And it's helping me become a better communicator, or just realizing where my flaws are, and I'm not always like. It's just cause, and I'm apologizing more. I feel like, which is what you like, because it's nice personal responsibility I'm seeing that, is like, cute. right you're helping you know like you're like you're just holding me accountable by your good actions <laughs> your quality actions of communicating and it's making me want to be a better communicator even though i feel like we are really good communicators together we are not perfect at it oh no and so your effort is helping me thank you baby so thank you all right i appreciate it yeah you're causing me to ask questions before i assume well, like, so you why gonna get some today am i <laughs> all right y'all thank you again for listening be blessed <laughs> don't settle fight clean peace if you dig in what i'm saying we could go deeper i dig it i dig it you dig it i dig it you dig it i dug it we're good so yo i hope you love it i love it i got no upper but none above it i focus on what the funk is don't know what's so fierce i'm sipping time at parker our purpose is simple We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.